You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, March the 13th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Iran has claimed that a ballistic missile attack near a U.S. consulate building in the Iraqi city of Erbil last night targeted secret Israeli bases. As many as 12 missiles were fired toward Iraq's northern Kurdish region, with several missiles striking around the U.S. consulate facility. Iran's Revolutionary Guard threatened a destructive and harsh response against Israel for any further actions against Iran. Meanwhile, the regional governor denied Iran's claims that the strike was directed against a Mossad facility. He said two people were lightly hurt and that the targets could be a new U.S. consulate building or an American military base by the airport. U.S. officials said there were no casualties. An official American source told the Axios news site there was no indication the missile strike was directed against the Americans. Earlier, the Hezbollah-affiliated Al-Miyadin channel, citing what it termed reliable sources, said that last night's rocket fire was in response to prior Israeli activities against Iran and not related to the deaths of two senior Iranian officers in a strike in Syria last week attributed to Israel. According to the report, sources said Iran's reaction to that event will come in due time. In another development, the Iranian news agency Tasnim claimed that Iranian intelligence had uncovered an Israeli espionage network in the West Azerbaijan province in the country. Since last week's strike in Syria attributed to Israel, IDF forces, including the Air Force, air defenses and intelligence, have been on heightened alert. The war in Ukraine. A regional governor in western Ukraine has told Reuters that at least 35 people were killed and 134 injured in a Russian airstrike on a military training ground near the border with Poland. Ukraine's defense minister said instructors from foreign countries worked at the base. He condemned the strike as a terror attack and called on the NATO alliance to declare a no-fly zone in Ukraine's skies. Meanwhile, reports in Ukraine said that in the east of the country, the mayor of another city had been abducted. Foreign Minister Yair Lapid, currently on a visit to Romania, met today with the Prime Minister Nicola Ciuca and discussed the war in Ukraine and the situation of refugees on Romania's border with that country. Earlier in remarks after talks with his Romanian counterpart, Lapid condemned the Russian invasion of Ukraine and called for resolving the conflict around the negotiating table. Lapid was also due to tour the border between Romania and Ukraine and meet with foreign ministry personnel who have been working to rescue Israelis and Jews from the conflict in Ukraine. Chief Rabbi of Israel, David Lau, has come out against Israel's setting quotas on the number of refugees it will take in from Ukraine. He told Khan Radio that Israel must open its doors and accept all those who flee the fire and reach safe harbor. With this, he said that the country should monitor who is entering the country and determine at a later stage what kind of status to grant refugees. Some 600 new immigrants from Ukraine are expected to land at Ben-Gurion Airport today, a record number since the outbreak of the conflict. Earlier this morning, some 122 new Ukrainian immigrants arrived on a flight from Poland, and this afternoon some 170 are expected to arrive from Moldova. 
The IDF Lone Soldier Center has set up a helpline to provide support and assistance to lone soldiers with families in Ukraine. The number is 052-943-7725. That number is 052-943-7725. The funeral for retired Supreme Court Justice Eliezer Goldberg, who died yesterday at the age of 90, is due to get underway this afternoon at the Harhamenuchot Cemetery in Jerusalem. Goldberg served on the Supreme Court in the 1980s and 1990s and was, among other things, on the panel that ruled that the court is authorized to strike down laws that contravene basic laws on human rights. Coronavirus. Nearly 4,000 new cases were diagnosed yesterday for a positive test result rate of 15 percent. There are currently 386 people hospitalized in serious condition 165 of them on ventilators since the start of the outbreak in Israel two years ago. 10,367 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. The weather outlook, much colder tomorrow with a significant drop in temperatures, local rain overnight along the coast. Tuesday, colder with intermittent rain from the north to the northern Negev. Snow mostly light on the northern and central peaks, especially including Jerusalem. Slight chance of flooding in streams in the east. Wednesday will be warmer, but still very cold. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 9, Tel Aviv 13, Haifa 10, Beersheba 15, and in a lot going up to 20 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.